Hey guys, my name is Elle and welcome back to Sincerely Elle. Welcome back everyone to Sincerely Elle. Thank you guys so much for being here. It's been a little while since I released a, my last episode, but um, I hope you guys noticed that last week I really tried to get a lot of episodes out. I believe I released four, and um, thank you for all the listens on those episodes. This week I will not be releasing as many. I'll just be doing one, most likely just one, the whole week. So um, just stay tuned. It's been very, very busy, so I will be at least getting one out each each week. So, um, yeah, just stay tuned. And yeah, I'm excited that I get to release one this week and I hope that you guys really enjoy it. Before we jump into the episode, I wanted to remind you guys that my podcast is now available on 11 different platforms. Um, so anywhere that there are podcasts, sincerely L there will be there too. So share with everyone because they'll be able to find it anywhere. So um, thank you guys for all your listens, and thank you for sharing my podcast. All right, now we can go ahead and get into this episode. All right, so this last week has been actually a very difficult week. I've had a, like, I don't know, it's been a very emotional week. So I did make an episode, like the last one that came out on Friday, about... It's called Am I Good Enough? And in the episode, I explained to you guys about how I really struggled in volleyball last Saturday or like two Saturdays ago um, and how I like just did really bad and I was questioning like, am I good enough? And it was really sad. Well, that whole scenario is going to transfer into this episode. So go listen to that one if you haven't already. But in um, the next day, well, two days later, so that happened on Saturday where I played really bad in my game. And then Monday comes around, and we have a game the next day, so on Tuesday. And so we're practicing pretty hard on Monday, and um, my coach isn't playing me with the starters at all, or at all. He's not playing me. And I was like, what? This is so weird. Like, I screwed up in one game, and he took me out, and he won't let me play. So, like, what's going on? And then after that practice, all three of the coaches, C-team, JV, and varsity coaches, pulled me aside and just told me that they were going to, um, they what it sounded like was they were going to drop me to JV. But once I talked to them later, they actually explained that they were just going to um, keep me on varsity. I would be a varsity player. They just want to have me play some JV games to get extra touches in, to improve, and um, just so that they can watch me more. It's actually going to be a really beneficial thing. But at the time when they told me, it felt super discouraging because I felt like I had messed up once in one game and they took me out of the setting position. They wouldn't let me start. They wouldn't let me even be on varsity is what it sounded like. It felt like they were dropping me completely, and which they weren't. Once I figured that out later, I was still a varsity player. I play in varsity games just as much as I used to, but um, I'm in different positions. I'm They're trying me out all over the place including the original position, everything. But um, I'm also playing JV. So it was so hard to hear that because, again, I was like, man, am I good enough? And clearly I'm not. Like, that's what it felt like. And so, yes, lots of tears were shed, and it was really hard. Um, But I really appreciated the people who reached out to me. And so 
this is not the theme of the topic of this episode or like the topic of the episode. But if you see someone who's hurting or if you are hurting, reach no, never mind, that didn't make sense. If you see someone who's hurting, reach out to them because it means so much when you're in a really hard place and someone just asks, Hey, are you okay? Do you need a hug? And I had so many people text me being like, Hey, are you okay? I just saw you were crying, are you alright? Or one girl stayed with me for a while just telling me that I was okay, that I was a good player, like really encouraging me and giving me a hug. And then another girl texted me and the next day a girl walked up to me and was just like, hey, do you need a hug? Like she's one of my really good friends. And so, I mean, it means so much when people reach out to me when I'm hurting. So if you see someone hurting, it just means the world to them. And as you know, all of us have been in this place where we're, down and somebody's hurt us and it just means the world to us when somebody just takes time out of their life to be like hey do you need to talk about it are you okay do you need a hug whatever so that meant a lot to me when these girls reached out but um we had a game that tuesday i didn't get a i actually did get a play quite a bit i played all jv and then i played varsity um DS. I'm normally a setter, but then I got to play DS, which is defensive specialist, and then setter. Setter. So I did both, which was good. We won that game, and then the next day, which was Wednesday, I asked to talk to the coaches privately, and that's when we got everything cleared up. When I found out that I was still a varsity player, that I was considered a varsity player, I was on the varsity team. They were just going to allow me to play on JV because. Uh, it would benefit me to get more touches. And also on JV, two out of the three of their setters have been injured and are now out and they can't play. So they need me to drop down just to like fill in those gaps. So I realized that this is actually a blessing. It's a blessing in disguise. And I talked about this in my very first episode ever, FOMO, that God is doing something when it seems really sad and really hard There's actually a silver lining or a blessing in disguise, and you're not going to know it right then, but now I realize that, first of all, this is making me a better person. It's making me a stronger player and person, and I get more touches than anybody else on the whole team. So that means I'm improving twice as fast. Like, I get more touches, which is so helpful. So even though it's still very crushing to know that, like, to feel like I wasn't good enough, I have to remember that my worth does not come from volleyball and that I didn't get dropped and that I am still on varsity. They're just trying to do what's best for me. So, yeah, this week, that's what happened. It was super hard and, um, I don't know, getting told that you're not good enough is a really hard thing. And so when I was so sad... I just didn't know what to do. I have not felt that sad in a very long time. Like, I was just, it was almost felt like despair. Like, oh my gosh, volleyball is my world. Like, how did this happen? I screwed up once. Like, what's going on? And so I felt so sad. And then I believe the next night I was reading in my devotional and I came across this passage and I wanted to read it to you guys. It's about um, Hagar when she fled from her mistress, Sarah. Um, Abraham's wife. And so I just wanted to read this to you because it really, like, I don't know, it meant a lot. 
And so this is not my work. This I give credit to Sarah Young for this um, little snippet, but I just wanted to read this to you. It says, There's no place so desolate that you cannot find me there. When Hagar fled from her mistress, Sarah, into the wilderness, she thought she was utterly alone and forsaken. But Hagar encountered me, encountered me in that desolate place. There she addressed me as the living one who sees me. Through that encounter with my presence, she gained courage to return to her mistress. No set of circumstances could ever isolate you from my loving presence. Not only do I see you always, I see you as a redeemed saint, gloriously radiant in my righteousness. That is why I take great delight in you and rejo rejoice over you with singing. And then it gives us three verses. The first verse says, So she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are a God of seeing. For she said, Have I not, even here in the wilderness, looked upon him who sees me and lived? Or have, or have I here also seen the future purposes of, or designs of him who sees me? Therefore, the, the well was called the Vir Lahadai Roy. I screwed that, that up. But um, Elroy, pretty much. It's, it just means the God who sees me. Um, that's Genesis 16, 13 through 14. And then the next one is Psalms 139, 7 through 10. And this is what it says. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold fast to me. Then the last verse is Zephaniah three seventeen. It says, The Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He will take great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. So, if you guys haven't already realized, this passage, I just feel like, reaches, like, touches every single part of this week. I really struggled with just feeling so sad. I wanted to just run away from volleyball and quit. And I just... People were telling me, don't quit, but I just felt, like, so sad. Even though I wasn't going to quit, I, that's just what it felt like. I felt so sad. I just wanted to give it up. And I just felt so desolate. I don't even know how to explain it. It was such a sadness. And God says that there's no place so desolate that you cannot find me there. In every single place, every single emotion, God will be there. He will meet you where you're at, and he will give you courage. It says, through that encounter with my presence, she gained courage to return to her mistress. So, even, like, I said that this experience has made me a stronger person and player. Well, it has. And God gave me courage to now go and fight for my position. I'm not going to live, like, I'm not going to take it for granted. I'm going to go work for my position now in my spot on varsity. And so, it's just... It's such a meaningful passage that no matter where you are, no matter how sad you are, no matter what you're going through, God will reach you and God will love you. Um, Elroy is the living one who sees me or the God who sees me. And so it just means a lot because God sees you everywhere. In that verse I read you, Psalms 139, 7 through 10, where it says, if I go up to the heavens, if I make my bed in the depths, if like wherever I am, you are with me. And that just means a lot. I think that is super special to know that God is always with you. Now, I titled this episode Never Too Far Gone, and I think that often when people hear that, it's encouraging because no matter who you are, you're never too far gone. So no matter what you've done in your life, it's like a 
broad spectrum of your life instead of just a circumstance. So no matter what you've done in your life, you're never too far gone for God to save you. But I feel like you can also use this phrase on smaller circumstances, like this really sad time of desperation for me when like I was never, you're never too far gone no matter what you're feeling in that circumstance. It doesn't have to be your whole life for God to save you. It can just be like one time. You can never be too far gone where God cannot reach you. God cannot talk to you. God cannot comfort you. God cannot love you. Like there, you can never be too far gone from God. So I know that I did this episode in a little bit of a um, different order. I don't know. Usually it has a different format, but this time I just read the devotional instead of asking like, what does the Bible say about this? But um, this will conclude our episode. So I hope that you guys found this really encouraging because I, I know that we've all been in times of really sad grief or times of struggle, heartache, heartbreak, whatever. If you lost a loved one or a pet, I know that is so hard. Or even like this, if you feel like you were told you're not good enough, just remember that your worth and value don't come from that and that God will always love you no matter where you are. That's so encouraging to me because no matter what I'm feeling, whether it's the highest high or the lowest low, God will always be there for you and he can reach you. All right, guys, that pretty much wraps up this episode. I hope that you found it really encouraging. Um, it was a pretty emotional week, so I'm glad that I got to share and that I found encouragement that I could share with you guys because it really reached me. So, um, yeah, I hope that this was really encouraging. And also, before you go, I wanted to remind you all that if you have any encouragement, any verses, any stories, uh, questions, requests, comments, whatever, uh, feel free to email me at sincerely l with it's spelled sincerely e l dot podcast at gmail.com sincerely l dot podcast at gmail.com all lowercase no spaces l is spelled el instead of e-l-l-e so i will leave that in the description below also if you don't feel like you can email me go ahead and just drop your um, little comment story whatever into the comment section below and i'll be sure to see that and add that into an episode or i might make a full episode about it all right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Don't forget to share Sincerely L with friends and family and everyone because every listen means so much to me. And all right, uh, before we go, let's jump into the abstract fact. Again, this is random. I feel like I say that every time, but I feel like they might keep getting weirder. Um, in my British literature class, we have been reading a story called Beowulf, so I've been learning all about Beowulf. Alright guys, that wraps up the episode completely. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you guys next time. Alright, bye!